What is going on, everybody? You got your boy, Matt Brill, hanging with you for another edition of the In The Round podcast. And today is a very special one, one that I've been looking forward to. Two of the most talented individuals that you will meet in this damn town. Two folks that I'm lucky and honored enough to call my some of my good friends. It's Ben Chapman and Meg McCree. And uh, let me tell you something. They are incredibly talented. They're badass individuals, great hangs, and um, I love them dearly and super stoked to have them as a part of today's podcast, their first podcast interview ever, by the way. But before we get to that, i got to tell you about the sponsors, Whale Tail Media Co. Whales and the gang, they get it done. They do it. They got you covered on content. They got weddings that they do. Anything you need in the content branding world, hit them up, Whaletail Media Co. Happy to have them as a partner here on the In The Round podcast. And with the Songwriters Nights, bi-weekly over at Live Oak on Demumbrian. Also, shout out to Saxman Studios, our boy Grady and Tim and Grant and Saul and Will and the whole gang over there. All the guys I'm forgetting that are a huge part over there. If you're looking for a great place to record here in Nashville, Tennessee, hit those boys up. They are awesome. And uh, big supporters of us, big supporters of the scene. They just moved to a new location. Hit them up. Saxman Studios here in Nashville, Tennessee. Then last but certainly not least, our friends at the Green World. We definitely enjoyed them on this episode. Uh, Trailside CBD Emporium. They got all the CBD products. They've also got all that good old Delta 8 goodness, the revolution in cannabis. It's, It's phenomenal. It's great. It's legal. And it's effective. And They've got a whole huge selection, and you can check them out, trailsidecbd.com. Use the promo code ITR at checkout, and you save 20% on your order. Now, without further ado, I told you all this is a fun one. It's the first time these two have ever been on a podcast. Sit back and enjoy the conversation with Ben Chapman and Meg McCree on the In the Round podcast. What's going on, guys? What's Hello. up, man? Hello. How are you two doing today? Y'all have been freaking busy. We've been trying to hang in there. <laughs> Had to get my headphones on, on there. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get strapped in for this. Yeah, dude. No, you definitely want to be want to be strapped in and um, help. <laughs> <laughs> Hop on the jet plane, Trailside CBD, baby. Promo code right. ITR, get that twenty percent, and you can be flying on the plane like we are, having a good time. Um, now, you guys have been doing a lot of live shows recently, huh? I mean, you guys were doing, you were out doing the live show thing during last year, too. Like, you were hustling and going, you guys were going back to Georgia, going down to Chattanooga, like, doing your thing. But now, it's you guys are going on tours. You guys are opening shows, ticketed shows here in Nashville, other places. How, how the hell's it all been going? Yeah, man, it's been going good. We, um, yeah, we pretty much spent the COVID year um, heading down to Chattanooga and doing those little bar shows and acoustic shows and trying to pay rent and um then it just kind of turned into the full band stuff yeah. <laughs> now you lose money yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no it's been great we've um we've been we opened up for fight lane calvary here recently um full band and doing some drake white stuff in november and um so it's been going good Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, super fun. Yeah, and the dynamic of, of you two, I guess that's kind of where I want to start because you two, like, I first met Ben. I definitely, I think I met Ben first. It was when I first started with these boys, the Muscadine Bloodline guys. Yeah. Atlanta, Georgia, Buckhead Theater, and you were on the road with, with Joby for, I believe, that run. Oh, you yeah. were at that show at Buckhead. It was yeah. 2019. I was his um, guitar tech. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> In quotations. Yeah, you, you were know. guitar tech. Kenny Wayne, Matt Daniel was selling merch. <laughs> Nanny, <laughs> Nanny was there. It was, a, it was... Yeah, there wasn't much guitar teching going on. Hey, yeah. but, They were out of tune. But I remember meeting you, and I remember um, Job and a few other people that were that introduced me to you, and they were like, dude, like, because like, you, you're how old now? Uh, 23. 23. So yeah, you were 21. Yeah, I don't, 20, 2021. Yeah, you you yeah. had the short hair. Yeah, man. Wearing the revival hat. Oh, I had the swoop hair. The Fuck. swoop. Yeah. The swoop. We, got, we love the good old swoop. Yeah. But um, I met you then. I don't even, were you living in Nashville at that point? Um, See, I spent like two or three years coming up before I moved and just going to like revival and stuff like that. Um, And then the day I turned 21, like... No, that's pretty dramatic. Like like ten days later. Yeah, it was yeah, like it was, it was literally like yeah, it was like ten days after um I came up here. But um but yeah, man. 
I probably wasn't 21 when you met me. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, because I, because then I've, then I think I started, so when, so you're, you're from Lafayette. Lafayette? Yeah. Not Lafayette. 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 There you go. Lafayette. And then, Meg, where, where are you from? Because you're Georgia as well. And what's kind of your story? Because I know, were you guys, did you guys know each other in Georgia? You no. guys met up here? What's, no, we what's, met up here. What's that whole story? So I, um, I'm from Sugar Hill, Georgia, and I came to Nashville in 2014 to go to Vanderbilt on an academic scholarship. Um, so I did that, and I graduated and did a bunch of internships and was trying to figure out, you know, if I had the balls to do what I really wanted to do. And then finally I was like, yep, I, I think I'm going to do it. So graduated from there and started waiting tables and watching babies and um, – making money, paying to write songs, basically. Uh, that's what they say. The The dream is when you get paid to do what you pay to do. Yeah. And I paid to do it for a long time. <laughs> um, so after that, I guess, how I met Ben, we uh, we both played Revival at downtown. the Tin Roof downtown for a stint. They try to do that on Thursdays. Kind of what they're doing now. What they're doing, we're playing tomorrow there. Cabana Taps. Yeah, Cabana Taps, yeah. Which I love that venue, by the way. Yeah, that's cool tom one. Tomorrow night's going to be special. Yeah, I'm, it looks like there. you're in a jungle in there. Bro, it's, it's like yeah. we're, it's like we're playing in a green room. So you guys meet at a tin room. Greenhouse, you mean? Yeah, green greenhouse. <laughs> yeah. So we were playing down, we were, <laughs> Lord, we were playing down at Tin Roof, and I had never met Ben and Vinny Paleys. He was like, I put y'all in the same round. He introduced us, and he's like, y'all should have written yesterday. Like, y'all should have met. Forever ago, y'all are going to vibe really well. And I was like, okay. And then we got up on stage, and Ben's guitar pickup went out. And he had to use mine. Yeah, so, it went out. <laughs> it went out. He had to use my guitar. But we didn't start dating. We became friends and um, started writing songs. And uh, didn't start dating until probably a year after that. Yeah, whole year. No, not a whole year. Like seven months felt damn near a year <laughs> and, and, and y'all's love story y'all y'all's getting together is is a is a song on freaking nate's nate's record right yeah yeah it is yeah <laughs> it is what yeah which which, which one uh, uh uh overdue overdue long the first overdue. line is the best thing about Him and ryan nelson being with a girl with a shitty boyfriend is you see all the wrong moves that he makes on the way down to then that's right yeah no it's, i yeah. did <laughs> So that's that story. In. That's all I'm gonna say was, about that. Hey, what was the first song you guys wrote together? Because you guys have you guys play a lot of rounds together. Obviously, you guys are out on the road together, and you guys like sing a lot, like do the do the harmonies on each other's songs, or you're playing guitar, or you're you're out there with the with the fiddle of the guitar. What was the first song you guys wrote together? Oh man, it, it was uh, this song called Calloused Heart. Yeah, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> that was a good call. <laughs> yeah, it was Calloused Heart. It was um, about like a like a guy who can't show his feelings. Yeah, and being like, I love you. You know what? Even though you're, yeah. you can't talk. About it sounds it. really cheesy at the moment. It, it was. It was probably. <laughs> it's probably bad. But yeah, about the, was. the second song we wrote. I think it was Puppet Strings. It was Puppet Strings. No shit. Yeah. Which, which is a standard, a Ben Chapman standard. Yeah, it's a quintessential. When you yeah. think of Ben Chapman, you, you think of Puppet <laughs> Strings, and I think of the, the video, because you, you were putting out yeah. some, some acoustic videos for a minute. Yeah, that, that was right. And yeah. I was like, I was sending those to people, because I'm like, people need to know about what, what these two are doing, what, like what you're doing. We look like babies. <laughs> yeah, you guys, yeah. Look, you guys look like babies. Yeah, babe. we did. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I look back at that video, I'm like, whoa. It has four, that video has, like, the Facebook video. I looked at it, it has, like, 50,000 views on it or something. I don't know. That's crazy. Because people will go back to watch it because that's their taste of... Yeah, and they're like, who is well, this kid? And, and then they go and look for the... record. <laughs> baby. And they go and look for the recorded music, and they're like, I want to I listen to this guy. And now it's... You, you got... Yeah, until you turn up and, like, hear the lyrics, it, it, it almost looks like a kid's bop video because we're so freaking young. <laughs> yeah, you do. I mean... When I first met Ben, I was like, how old is this kid? I'm two years older than Ben, so, you know, got a lot of more miles on my yeah, tires. Yeah. <laughs> know a lot more about life. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like, I was walking before you were born. <laughs> big, big deal. <laughs> but um, what, was, what were we talking about? Oh, Puppet Strings. We wrote that. Other songs we wrote before we started dating was Hell Out of Me, which is another song on your record. Yeah. A love song, which is yeah. we wrote Adeline May before we were dating. Yeah, that to me is one of my favorites. Adel- yeah. Adeline May is like 
you guys when um when you're just in that that video and then whenever i see you guys do it at a round if you guys do it at the live show like the full band show we uh, haven't yeah we, we i mean we haven't i think it'd need to be an acoustic moment like yeah. any it it's needs pretty to, much like we, we do it in sets it's pretty much like the breakup song between like full band stuff and then like we'll come out and like do two do or three that. songs yeah. well, it's, well it's the way it's written and the way you guys do it acoustically it's like it's not a full band song it's just meant to totally. be one of those stripped down totally. kind of moments where people are hearing yeah. that song going what the fuck because that's what I did the first yeah. time I heard it yeah yeah we just want to make it like a moment every time and just you know clear the air make it a moment yeah like was, a now was, was that just you two on that one mm-hmm. it was yeah most of everything yeah. is just us two mm-hmm yeah. So. We so we we um we wrote on my like little porch every time and uh I guess last night we were just like hanging out, not doing much and hitting some Delta A. And uh <laughs> we uh we wrote a song in like thirty minutes or something. We haven't written on that porch in a while and it was it was really nice. I was like, There's some magic on this porch that we yeah, we miss you forget that was about the first it. Yeah. when we wrote all those songs on your record stuff. So yeah. yeah, that's that's special. What's it like? I mean, for each of you guys, I mean, you see it. So you, you do kind of see it, but you don't see it like all the time. And you don't see it with the chemistry that you two have both on the stage and just being great friends, turn into a relationship. What's it like dating like your your biggest co writer? Like you guys um, doing this music thing together? What's that like? I know that's a hard question. It's but. you know it's. Overall, it's great. It's it really is. It really is. Yeah. But it, pros and cons. I mean, yeah. It it does get tricky sometimes, but it's you know never too tricky where you yeah can't figure it out. The pros is like we talk about like every we understand like where each other's coming from. If we're like frustrated about something or excited about something, like it's hard to communicate it to people who don't. Get Almost it. everything that is a pro is also a con. Yeah. Yeah. If you know, yeah. if you can, if, you know what but I'm then, saying. It's kind of trippy. Yeah, yeah flip, man. But like, almost is, is like, you know, we talk about everything. But the flip side is, we talk about everything. Yeah, because like, you know, you can't turn it off. Yeah, that's the flip side is you can't turn it off. Like, there's never a moment like we'll be like just hanging out like midnight. Like, did you do this? Did you turn this song in because we just signed to the same publisher, so we've got like we're like writing songs. I'm like, did you turn this in or should I turn? Like, it's funny. It's like. It's great. Yeah, but overall, it, it's it's super cool. So I was going to ask about the vulnerability of songwriting. Like a big part of songwriting is, is being vulnerable and stuff. And oh, y'all yeah. y'all are in, y'all are in in a relationship, uh-huh. and it's like writing like writing with each other. Well, well, those vulnerable things. Like, is it ever like tough? Like, you want to write a song about say about say Meg, or you want to write a song say about Meg? we just do it anyway. Just do it anyway. Yeah, it's just open Damn in there. Right. Just yeah. firing shots. Yeah. This is like a machine gun, man. It's not a... I've never... I mean, I think some people really can't write with their significant other. And I prefer to. I just feel like like I know what you're going to like. You can get to the down and dirty quicker. I know what you're going to you like know? and I know what not even to suggest because I know you won't like... You know, like, and vice versa. And if we don't like someone, we'll be like, that's stupid. Yeah. You know? Like, there's a little more of, like... I think you, you flush out the and song better. And you can be better. hard. We hard on each other. On each other, you know, because like, you know what each other are capable of, and you guys yeah. have that friendship. It's not just like you're walking into a random co, right? Yeah. Yes. Because are those happening more for you guys now since the deals have been signed? Where you guys are writing yeah, with folks yeah. that you and, haven't written and with a before? Lot, and a lot of times, you know, we're doing Meg and I with somebody else, and it, and that's super cool. I too. love that's I love. Uh, we that. just did one of those this morning with uh, Marla. Marla, yeah, Marla Cannon Goodman, and um, but. And it was awesome. You know, you get the best of both worlds. You yeah, know, it's you can, fun. You also, you don't get in a rut with, with like, bogging down of being like, oh, let's, uh, let's come back to that. You know, you got somebody there to be like, all right, you know, let's try this avenue. Yeah. So that's always awesome. And then we've been doing a lot of solo stuff, just like Meg's been writing with people and I've been writing with people separately, and that's been going well, too. So mm-hmm. we've really enjoyed the, the – um, the pub deal it's it's been awesome. that's awesome yeah congrats on that i know that like you said you're you're paying to do what you love and now you get paid yeah, to, yeah you get paid to do what yeah. you love and it's it's a full circle thing i think another thing that's really cool about you guys is like the friend group that you guys have the 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 fam jam crew yeah. the, the the next generation or the current generation of revival 
like what you like you two your your music is so like you're it's in that same vein it's yeah, it's man. the real shit you want to hear songs about about real shit like you want to hear something that's different something that's kind of fits that americana mold but still country like you yeah. guys both do that and your friends do that well dude yeah that's that's the coolest thing about us is is just our friends i mean everybody that we hang out with there, there's too many to to count and, and if i keep if i say them I, I'll, I'll forget and, one and everybody's starting and, to win and, and like everybody's just, starting to win the whole crew yeah, is man. winning right now yeah great. yeah and like it's so weird it's such a tight-knit group because you know i'm roommates with nate frederick and then you know our, and um and I, then Matt Daniel, you know, we talk to him every day, and then Job and I've, and I and feel like Benny and, and Tyler and Harbor and Wade like and, and Colin. And the list Colin goes on and, and on, yeah. And Dalton and Dylan. And, I mean, it's literally <laughs> Chris, Cameron. everybody. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just it just goes on and on and on, and they're all just we we talk to each other almost every day. I mean, literally everybody. We're texting something yeah, back we're, and forth. We're all, and we're in contact with literally everybody, and that's what makes it so cool and so awesome and yeah it's weird too to think where you met everyone i met tyler halverson was my first co-writer ever no shit and we were we were interns together at a management company that managed like sammy kershaw and the gatlin brothers and oh, all these cool. old school like acts and but that fits you and tyler so <laughs> yeah. well now looking back on it <laughs> and we didn't know we had no duties you know we were like what are we supposed to be doing like we kind of just like sit there and twiddle our thumbs and finally i was like you do music yeah and he's like Showed me that one Budweiser song. You know, guys, I don't know if you, that's one of his old hits. I was like, oh, we should write. So that was my first co-writer. And it's funny that kind of the group has, like, formed through all these. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy how threads it, and yeah. Yeah, and it's, and, it's, and it's a nice combination, too, of, like, guys and girls doing their thing, you know? Yeah. Like, like what, what you and Harper are doing, because yeah. she's crushed. She's a little Texas Spitfire. You're a little Georgia Spitfire, and you, you two on stage together. Or... We have a song called Spitfire. Do you actually? Yeah, we do. No <laughs> shit. Yeah. We lit- the, one of the first songs we wrote together was called Spitfire. So um, we, uh, Harper and I met at a writer's round kind of similarly, and I was just like, hey, let's write. I didn't know, like, how to even go about that. And she was like, okay. And so then... That's probably my best friend in the world now. So it's so funny. It's like, you never know. Yeah. You just got to be brave and go up to people and be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. is, is there anything you wish you knew a couple years ago that you know now? Like, or anything that, like, those early days, like, music-wise, life-wise? Like, because you guys both came up to Nashville. If you're coming up here for Vanderbilt, you're coming up, what, 18? Mm-hmm. You're getting up here? And you're you're doing trips up here before you're 21. Mm-hmm. Like y'all are young. It's not the easiest place to be super young, just because so much of the networking and all stuff goes on at the bars. Yeah, yeah, man. And that's that's why I really didn't move up till 21 because I was like, you know, you can come up here and and get a vibe for it, but you really can't do shit, you know, before you turn 21. And you won't necessarily if you can't get into a bar. It's like yeah, people aren't gonna take you seriously. It's hard. It's yeah, it's hard to yeah. It's just kind of an unfortunate situation. But um, it's probably good for you to wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. What was the original question? What's <laughs> hell yeah, golly? Um, what's something? Um, what's something that you wish like you knew when you first moved up here? Oh man, like um, is there any like you're looking back? Okay, I mean, cringe moments. Do you remember from 19 year old Ben? Oh Benny, yeah, Benny I look back up? at my first revival ever. Oh, dude, it was brutal. It was. It was not. Who'd you play with? Yeah. Um. Didn't they make you play with someone really good one time and for your first time or something? I think it was Matt Willis. I think so. I think it was him. He, he was amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm pre- I'm pretty sure it was him because he's super good. And I was like, shit. And yeah, and it was. <laughs> it was just. I was singing some songs that I wrote when I was, you know. 17 18 19 and um i mean they were good at the time i thought and they were they were fun and stuff but wow um yeah what's your advice what's your, what's, your, what's your advice oh yeah for, back to the original yeah, question yeah. Nine, nine, yes. nine, you nine, reflecting nine, your, nine, i know jesus 18 19 year old young kid from lafette georgia coming up here coming up to town mostly just, just, just be yourself be yourself you know and I've always tried to stay true to that, but even more so, just, just freaking stay true to yourself. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, no matter what, no matter what. Yeah. 
I think that that's the only thing that's that you I have to say. do. Literally, that's the only thing that you have. To, you don't have to. There is no other advice, honestly. Well, and, you know, drink more water. You know, what the hell? <laughs> but like, like literally, you know, there be yourself. That would be mine, yeah. Because there is no way you can come up here and, and be like anybody. Because there already is one I think, of those people, like, or ten of those people in today's time. Um, but you just have to be yourself, and that's what makes you. Because there's always going to be a better guitar player. There's always going to be a better singer. There's always going to be a better songwriter. You what know? do you have? And what do you have that you know that, that makes you different? Is is you just have to be different. There's this. There's an X factor to people who I think are successful, like. And I just, like, see it in my friends and see it, you know, people, how does so-and-so make it and so-and-so not? And there's really no answer to, like, There's really no that. right or wrong. Like you said, there's always someone better. There's always going to be someone better. So yeah. finding, I think for me, my advice to me or a young girl <laughs> hopeful about moving to Nashville is that to be yourself and to also just quit comparing yourself. It's like get off the phone, quit watching videos of other people and, well, I'm not good enough. I'm not. You gotta like stay in your lane, and keep your eyes forward. Yeah, wearing those those blinders yeah. that like they put on the horses that are running. It's cool you know? to be inspired by other. Mm. You know, be inspired by other people, but but don't compare to the point where. And I'm. That's yeah. what I'm telling myself now. Twenty five. Yep. You know. Yeah. 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 What? I'm still who, learning. Who are some people that inspire you? Who are some of those those OGs almost? Mm. Writers like songwriters? Yeah, songwriters. I always kind of go back to the greats of the 70s when talking when I'm thinking about, like, what, what, what do I want to write? You know, like something timeless that somebody can listen to in 50 years, 2021 from 1971, and be like, what the fact that that's 50 years ago is crazy. But yeah. to, look at, to look at that music and be like, I know exactly what she's talking about. Listen to Emmylou Harris record and think, Wow, those songs still hold up. That's so cool. Like, what what about them holds up? What makes something timeless instead of timely? So, like, yeah, I, I would. I, I I think like those songwriters and yeah, definitely of like, you know, Bonnie Raitt, the Guy Clarks, and and you know, even the country funk stuff of Tony Joe White and all those guys. Man, those they were different. You know, they weren't the best. You know, you're mm-hmm. not gonna go to you're going to go to a concert from them and, and see a show, you know. It's not a production, you know. Everything well, is different every time. You're going to see live music, yeah. Yeah, you're going to see the emotion of live music, you know. It's 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 not a – it doesn't have to be a huge production, which is – it's cool if it gets to that point. It's super cool. Um, those guys are, are awesome too. But some of my favorite shows are, are – there are some of my favorite concerts that I've ever watched are, you know, there's – a, four th- a thousand the people there yeah. with four four members in the band and they're vibing. Yeah, there's something. or there's seven members in the band. I'm I'm, I'm a jam band too. So oh, I, you bro, know, yeah, mm-hmm. we we get down to some widespread panic and all that stuff oh, yeah. these days, and, oh, and yeah, enjoy, enjoy that stuff. Yeah, Nikki T had said this to me a while ago, like that for him when he looked his dream like concerts and stuff when he can see like a big like an act in in a club setting or even mm-hmm. a bar setting there's some yeah. like there's something about going to Eddie's attic and seeing mm-hmm. a ridiculously cool show at Eddie's attic oh yeah something man. about like the basement peach jam mm-hmm. like going yeah. and seeing shows at the basement or the basement east or a place like the Ryman over a stadium you know yeah like, man it is it's so much, it's it's, uh-huh. so, it's so cool and like i mean you know who am I to sit here and be like you know the rolling stones are about to play in Nissan stadium i would cut my freaking left arm off to go see that shit yeah Mm -hmm. but i mean at the same time one of my favorite concerts ever was seeing greg allman at the ryman you know and it's just amazing is he a big inspiration is he a big big guy oh yeah big big guy in your musical musical life that's like almond brothers are definitely one of my favorite bands like almond brothers little feet um even skinnard you know that's overrated they're that's you know it's not overrated overrated. it's just over yeah yeah well, wrong word. Hey, wrong hey. word. Well, there's a difference. Wrong word. Skinner's not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a difference between like the Skinner songs that you hear all the time, like yes, your like, Free Birds, your Sweet Home Alabama's. But then there's yeah. those. Deep but like tracks. I was like a Skinner nerd. Like yeah. I know like all the members, like Beatles. I know their names. Like I was like. And then Beatles for you. He was Beatles. Oh, you were Beatles. Yeah, too? I was Beatles, and and Leonard Skinner were like I can't believe I just said Leonard Skinner. Can I? Can we clarify that on air? Leonard Skinner. No. Not overrated. Yes, <laughs> Leonard Skinner is. 
uh, Sweet Home Alabama is overplayed, but Skinner is the, oh, one of the best bands yeah, ever. Yeah, man, and the fact that they ever. the fact that they had so many different members over the years and they oh, I know. To just rock. I know they're just and they're still rocking, you know. But um, but yeah, dude, like even like the the B sides of of you know like Second Helping and Pronounced and those early records, those are like man. Yeah, when did you first pick up a guitar? Um. Because that's a big thing too about the band, about the the band and the Meg experience. You guys aren't just great writers. You aren't just great singers. You guys know how to play some fucking instruments. Like y'all, like it's it's a show. Like you guys, that's what I. That's why I love having you guys at our round. Why I love watching you guys at Revival or any round really because it's 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 like a show. Like the way you guys play, do your thing up there. It's it's freaking cool. So when when did guitar player Ben Chapman start? Um, probably like 12, 13. Uh, um, you remember that first one you got? Um, yeah, it was it was a Mart. It was a um, it was um, a DX one Martin, and they're they're three hundred bucks. The the lighter end of the Martins, but um, I remember it like it was yesterday. But yeah, man, and um, my granddad, I think he had it and gave it to me, and um, started playing on that one. And uh, I think the first song I ever learned was Simple Man. Speaking of Skinnerd. Speaking, over, uh, speaking of overplayed Skinner yeah, songs. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but, um, yeah, dude. And then Meg, she can burn it up on. I, yeah. I, How many instruments do you play, Ask Meg? Meg when she started playing violin. I was five. Oh, wow. I'm a classical violinist, so I'm learning how to fiddle. And it's a transition. It's the same you know, it's the same instrument, but just a different style and kind of unlearning and relearning some techniques. So I'm kind of making it my own, I think, and, you know, playing, I guess, like Southern rock, violin, fiddle, which we're going to call it. <laughs> it's, I'm trying to get a phaser pedal or something trippy for it, kind of, oh, kind of make it dude, more of a guitar sound. Dude, that'd be nuts. Stuff like that. But, but I started playing when I was five. I heard Dixie Chick's song on the... CD player, my mom had Fly by Dixie Chicks. I said, Mom, what's that? And she said, what? And I was like pointing out the the fiddle. And she was like, that's weird that my little child pointed out that one thing. So I think I got a couple of lessons for my birthday from my grandparents. And I had this little tiny violin that was the size of like my hand now and just tortured everyone's ears for a while. And then he stuck with it, I think, to, you know, maybe they were surprised I stuck with it, played and symphonies did all that through high school and uh yeah so that was my dream with that and when I was 14 I got a guitar and I was listening to a lot of Room for Squares that John Mayer kind of acoustic <laughs> album and I was like I want to play some of this on the guitar <laughs> such a 2000s kid oh my god so Dixie some- Chicks for fiddle and John Mayer for guitar <laughs> hell yeah is that bad? You know? No, that's some 2000s yeah. living right well, there, well, man. It's, well, it's, it's and they went to Blockbuster every Friday. Yeah. yeah dude, that, that, I mean, it's it just shows how passionate you were about it so young, you know? Yeah. Like, I was like, I want to, th- I thought I could sing. I, I had this like um, iHome thing that you plug oh, your iPod yeah, into. I, I, I had that exact yeah, same the, one. The, the Nano, like, it charges. Okay, but you know the little dial? Like it was like yeah. a circle or whatever? Yep. And I would play like Alicia Keys and stuff in my room and while I was cleaning and like see if I could hit the notes. And at the time I could, probably couldn't anymore. But I was like, man, I think I could, you know, sing a little bit. So I would play guitar because you can't really sing when you're playing violin. Your chin's on it. So uh, I got that and kind of taught myself. And then and then I taught myself very basic and then started dating Ben Chapman, who was accelerated my playing by a lot. <laughs> Over COVID, show me how to do that. So, that's my instrument story. Alicia (laughs) Keys, John Mayer, and the Dixie Chicks. Let's talk about two two thousands, kid. What what were some of your favorite? What was some of your favorite shit growing up? Like two thousand, because we all kind of like you're. I'm twenty six. Ben doesn't know anything from our generation. Are we talking about music? Oh yeah. So we're just like culture. How old were you when you got your first like smartphone? You probably never even. Do you even have a flip phone? No, no. I he ha- has his iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was probably like sixteen before I got 
a phone. And the iPhone was your first one? Like, uh-huh. you've only been iPhone. Well, no. I, I got a, a little slide. Oh, you, you had know, the little slide? slide. Oh, dude. Oh. With the keypad on that yeah, thing. I, I had one of those, too. I was texting. You know, I was like Bill Gates on that thing. T9, baby. Yeah, what you want, baby. T9. Yeah. Then you probably had flip phones and shit, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I had, yeah. Remember mini clips like the little song, the little song things too. Oh yeah. Mm. Hey, had, do y'all remember had, those? Let the dogs out. Um, do y'all remember those? Um, okay, so they were like, I got one of these for Christmas one year. They like had like little bitty DVDs. Yep. And you like slid them in. Mm-hmm. And like press, the, and it was like a big plastic thing. That's the best thing for a kid ever. Yeah, and it was freaking awesome. I used to watch a Amanda show. Remember that show, oh, Amanda dude, yes. show. She didn't she go like nuts or yeah. some shit. Most most <laughs> most of those most child stars yeah. go like crazy. Yeah, a lot of the people we watched growing up went through crazy moments yeah. at some point most, in time. Most child stars are like ben, very fond of like coke. They like like, yeah. like, 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 like like we've never seen Mary Kate and Ashley again. Yeah, like I mean, Lohan where are they? Off, you know, Paris Hilton. Where the fuck are you? They're yeah. probably well, happy Ashley Tisdale. Remember all that shit? Yeah. Where the Sweet hell life is, of Zach is and she? Cody. Yeah, Zach and Cody. Where are they? Yeah. Zach and Cody are like models now. Yeah, they're like they work for Abercrombie. Like no, they're legit. Yeah, influencers. They all become. We were talking about that last night. We were watching the Olympics, and we we're like, "What do you do when you're done? Like you age out of gymnastics, you become an influencer." Yeah. Is that is that just like what do you do when you age out of The Bachelor? You become an influencer. You move. You move to Nashville. Yeah. That's what you do, <laughs> and you go to the Bachelor reunions every yes. couple of years. That's what you do. You, oh, you, you pose in front of like. Fifth and Broadway, and be like, everyone come, hashtag ad. Yeah, <laughs> everyone yeah. come down. You go take yeah. a picture with the wings. Yeah. Did you guys? Do you guys ever have to give a, have to gig on Broadway? Like, have you guys done Broadway gigs oh, yeah. over the years? Oh yeah, I've done. A couple. I've done. Um, a little bit. That was, I, I, like, that was like my biggest piece of advice for me. Don't do it. For me coming yeah. to town is like stay away from Broadway as much as possible. Get a real job before you go to Broadway because it, you may it's Broadway is not a bad thing. You just make go down money. there and make so much or not make so much, but you know make money to to live off of, and you just get addicted to. You the, get burned out. You don't want to write. Yeah, and you're also down there at like freaking you know midnight to four a.m. Yeah. if you have a night gig. I, yeah, that was something. This. Yeah, like I've heard that from literally everybody is just don't go to Broadway and get burned. But we out. do those get we do those gigs. It's but not, we, yeah, we were we doing those do gigs in Chattanooga, yeah. you know. But we didn't. We we forced ourselves to come back to town on you know Monday. We just yeah. do do those same exact gigs. Some we just done them somewhere else. You yeah, know, it's not for pride of like we won't play those gigs. Yeah, no, it's, it's totally not one of those no, things. It's, like, it's the way it's those the way. guys are working. There. See, I, guys, I, I can even tell you. Obviously, I'm I'm not. I'm in music as a as just whatever mm-hmm. I'm in. Like I'm a mm-hmm. in in the business, but I don't like saying business because it makes me sound like a suit, and I don't want to be a suit or anything like that. But my mm-hmm. first gig in town was I worked the front door at Whiskey Row on Broadway. Oh, yeah, no man. way. For a year. That was my first. I bet you saw some stuff. Dude, you see all kinds of shit, but just like how it gets kind of addicting because you're making a ton of money. Like those yeah, door man. guys will make money that's not listed. They'll, they'll get, if there's a line, they find their ways to hustle and stuff. And like you, you're meeting all these different tourists that are coming in. You're meeting these bachelor parties. Just there's this energy. Yeah. I man. never left Broadway really like. Ever like Broadway oh, yeah. was where I would go all the time because it was the scene I was in. It is and like you said, it gets like addicting. Like there's nothing wrong with playing a four hour cover gig. Everybody I think needs to do that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I for, think for it's when you necessary. Get, yeah. yeah, for when you get to the moment you guys are at now, where you're playing forty five minute sets, hour sets. Yeah. Like when you're doing a show, like it makes you well, so some, much better. It's so weird going from like because I mean. They'll be we, like, yeah, I, I probably, can y'all play you know, for 45 probably minutes? A thousand four hour gigs, you know, yeah. over the, the past four years. But, and then like you go from from four hours to like 45 minutes or an hour, and you're like, did I, did like, because, you know, in a cover gig, you're not feeling good to like two hours in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're, you're, you're like, you're just getting your gas two hours in. You know, if you play for an hour, it's like, oh shit. Like, and I, I, like, I never did that with I hope I connected with those people, you know, and more so, you know, you, you, you probably did. You know, you're just overthinking it, but it's like, it's so different, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a different vibe. 
I think. I but think, it's way. I mean, it's way cooler. I mean, try and like, reserve whoa. Nashville for original music. You know. That to me is a big thing. Is yeah. I tell I tell people if you want, yeah. I I tell people to come to Nashville during the week as opposed to the weekends because. On the weekends, the original music tends to go out of town. Mm-hmm. But during the week, like mm-hmm. Popeye, so, shameless plug. It's like, okay, come to Live Oak. Whether it, yeah. whether it's all around on a Tuesday or all these other ones, go to Revival. Go Anywhere. to I mean, go yeah. any yeah, just go see original bar, music. Like because what what Nashville is is it's it's guys and girls that move here for a dream and being a songwriter isn't the most glamorous thing. Like it's definitely been like especially early on. Like yeah. y'all are grinding. Like it's. It's a grind out there trying to put the time in for what you love. Like, because you work another job, it takes away from that time to, to yeah. write and network and all that. But doing, like like you said earlier, Meg, the paying to do what you love, like, mm-hmm. that's what it is. So you got to go and watch the people that are doing that. For and that sure. energy that they're giving you, that that to me is the real Nashville. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's, that's, that's it's such a different energy. and That's the that's the realest energy that you'll find in, in town, you know. That's I want to know. It's the feel-good energy. Like, I want to know what, when I go to see someone, like, I want to know what they think about life. You know what I mean? I want to hear what mm-hmm. they're saying, what they're writing. I, like, I don't, I don't really care if you can sing that good. I don't, like, or play that good. You know, it's awesome if you can, but what are you saying? And, like, and what melodies are you saying it? That's cool to me. And, and so, like, I think. It can become, you know, cover band, American Idol, you know, there's a million great singers, but it's like, you got to dig deep and kind of find your thing. That's what makes you an artist, I think. It's like, no, they say no farmers, no food, no, no, no writers, no songs, Mm -hmm. you know, really, really. So yeah, like like you said, man, I agree with that. I agree with that 110%. I agree too. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I agree also. Who who, who, Who are some of those writers in town that do that? That are like really Zach those Logan. songwriters, Zach Logan. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I mean, but even beyond our friends, like, even, yeah, even beyond our friends, like, I'm I was, just thinking of. Pete. I was, I was like, kind of like groomed in like the like from in Lafette, Channing, Channing yeah, Wilson. You, also, you, also, I call there. I call you a Channing Wilson like disciple, which Channing Wilson's <laughs> oh, OG revival. Yeah, and it's yeah. kind of fitting that yes. you're a part of this this class now. That's the yes. consistent people like you go to revival chances are you're going to see one of you two or yeah. your friends yeah i was, At least I one was of you fortunate night. enough to where you know one one of the best songwriters was from my hometown so um how'd you first meet him um we actually met at, at this like fourth of july party one one night and i got up and um i my mom was like you're gonna play with channing tonight and i was like mom please don't make me i was like 16 and he, i mean he, he like he looks exactly the same like just like scary. scary yeah and i was like shit i was like all right all right and so i went and get, I, I went and got my guitar and got up there and he was like well what are we gonna play son and like i don't know and i was just like fiddle farting around on the guitar and i forgot my freaking capo and he was like you got a capo and i was like no and he was like Bet you won't do that again. And I was like, still to this day, if I, I have never forgot a capo again. But, Say no, uh, Channing, I play the court. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then also, but I think we played um, uh, Honky Tonk Heroes, Waylon Jennings. And then after that, we became buddies. So we, and then he started showing me like Guy Clark and Towns Van Zandt and like the Hartburn Highway scene and all that. And, Larry John Wilson and and Bobby Charles, all the and, people and, and he grew that. up listening to too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. And um, you were already and then on he, that old. And then when I was coming into town, you know, I would come to town with him or or our buddy uh, Casey Tudor, and um, we would just go around and and then that's when I met you know the the Brent Cobbs, the the White Durettes, and all those guys and and those. Rob Snyder's and and revival and all that. So I, it was um, but yeah. yeah how yeah, yeah, how important is revival to you guys? Like to me, I've seen you guys. You guys they were doing the little video thing where everyone was kind of telling their story. I remember you two did one of those, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So what for for you guys? Like what? How important is like the is revival? Like because to me, it's a staple. Like I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today without without revival. You know? Yeah, man. Revival is is a huge staple i mean it's like pretty much we're there every tuesday um it's just and it's just a part of our lives a place you know, to hang out and see everybody and 
Also, I think it's a great place Hearing to try songs. out new songs. Yeah, that's, like, that's the biggest thing. You know, it's it's pretty much our group of fan, friends showing up literally every Tuesday and just swapping songs. I mean, if there's at least four people we know off every round, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's just interchanging every week, and it's it's so cool. And it's, it's kind it's, of a routine thing, most, too. You know, like, there's no routine in this town, like, to be able to be like, all right, on Tuesdays, like, more or less we know yeah. what we're going to do. Yeah. Last night I didn't make it. And now it's kind of now it's kind of split with the in the round yard. Well, we're, yeah, we're, it's, yeah, it's, we're, it's, yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's like everybody's just kind of walking up and down. Bounce. The, it's yeah. like literally thing. everybody bounces all that, night. To me, that's the that's my goal when I when we do our rounds on Tuesdays because I have nothing but respect and I consider Vinny and Rob and yeah, that, that whole crew of their friends. It's so cool. And, and yeah. Vinny will come over and play our round. That's and what I'm saying. Then yeah, go and host revival. I know like, it's great. And then half the people that play at revival, you know, get up and like go go do your thing. Or they come or, from or ours. Or vice and go versa. Down. Yeah. I know. It's so it's, yeah, it's my so whole cool. thing is I want Demombrian on Tuesday nights to, to be, be cool again. I, I want it to be the busiest fucking street in this town because I know we've got something going on at Live Oak. I know Doghouse has something going on. And I know my friends down at Tin Roof are doing revival. I yeah. want everybody, tourists, whoever. I just want people to flock in there yeah. to mm-hmm. check yeah. this shit out. You yeah. know? Yeah, dude. And it, mm. it, it's working too. I think it's crazy too. Like, I don't know. I think it's cool that it's everything's opening back up and everything's kind of like full force. Yeah, it's really cool. But I guess I was just gonna say is like you can get some crazy artists to play on Demumbry and like crazy big people play on Demumbry, and it's so funny. It's like. You're never too big for Tin Roof. No. <laughs> no. Everybody plays. Everybody plays revival. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a... It's it, a it, and, like, everybody in the past, you know, 10 years who've, who's, you know, we would consider, you know, big, big time today um, has, has definitely played revival in the country music world. Yeah, know? yeah, the revivals, the whiskey jams that you look at. Oh, yeah, why, yeah. Why not Wednesday? I mean, you, you sure. look, go back to what Grady and Saul used to do with um, Sunday School and, like, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. all the different rounds that have that have gone and, and continued. And building a culture. And that, yeah, to me, man. is one of the biggest biggest things is that there's the culture in the community. Like like we were talking about earlier, Meg, the going over going to whiskey jam mm-hmm. at, uh, at the Ryman. Like there's that how that's like a like a oh, community. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there were still people standing up and drinking. I had a I had a girl drunk as piss right in front of me on the balcony at the Ryman. They did make the Ryman. It, the Ryman felt like winners that night. It was that's cool. It was, it was. They had a huge whiskey jam banner. And it was it it had totally that energy. Yeah, that's really good. Cool. And was, what I liked is Ward that, knows how to like pull that yeah, off. Yeah, and what I liked too is he didn't just have like the the big like he didn't just. Have the have these huge artists? He had some huge names on there, but he also had writers go out there. Yeah, that's that's what's cool about Ward. You know, he always respects the writers Cause that's, just as he, much as cause he's as, a writer. I mean, yeah, that's how it's like. Yeah. He had he had, Chan, he had, he had, yeah, he had Channing yeah. pop out. He had Randy Montana pop out. He had Jesse Alexander pop yeah, out. Man. Like Tyler Reeve, all these different yeah, writers he's in that, that class of, of like, you know, everybody has their. Their class of you know every I'd say every like four years is a class. That's like high school, you know. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, it's pretty much just is. like that. And he's in that class. Who, who would you guys consider awesome. your class? Is your friend group like around? Definitely, that? I think our friend group mm-hmm. would be. Did everybody get here class. around the same time? Uh, pretty more much. or less. Per, yeah, more mm-hmm. or less. Um, Everyone kind of found themselves at the same time. I think that's a yeah. I think it was just a lot of soul searching. Like I, more I so think than it was. You get you know. here and you try to do all these things that look like they're working for other people, and then. If it's not natural, it's not natural, and yeah. it'll come across. And like, it always—I think it takes everyone a little bit yeah. of time to figure out where they settle in and what songs work. And yeah, I think everybody in our friend group—we're just in the class because everybody's being themselves, you know. And yeah, it's, it's just kind of that, you know, our group. That's kind of the vibe. Is like, be yourself at all costs. Be be mm-hmm. make the music that feels right to you, mm-hmm. without caring. <laughs> yeah. What what's what's it like? Yeah. To, what's it kind of like? Because every every class has kind of had that had like what your what had your a vibe had had a crew that's had a vibe and been a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. like if you go back to the guys like like the Ray Tiers, the, the Adam Hoods, the the Rob Snyder's, the the people oh, yeah, that man. that have that even even these even the Muscadine boys, you know, they do their yeah, own dude. they do their own thing. Mm-hmm. They 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 definitely fit that kind of mold, but you guys aren't necessarily like you're out there playing playing shows like big 
big, big time shows like Flatland Cavalry, Drake White, like that, those are cool tours to be on and shit. But y'all aren't this mainstream. Y'all are like this this left of center. What's it kind of like to be to carry that flag for this class? Like that's pretty fucking cool. It's got to be. Man, it's it's like super just just fun. I mean, I, I've never, to be honest with you, I've just never really looked at it kind of like that. It's just kind of just like, you know, just kind of plug in and play and just whatever you play is what it is, is. It? Yeah. yeah you know you just it, you just kind of can't help it you know because i you know i've tried to to write those commercial songs it's just much harder to me that to, yeah it just to, doesn't to come do naturally yeah. it just doesn't come natural so it's, i feel like it's just it just naturally what we do it's you know what we fall yeah. under so it's just it's just it's cool. It's it's fun. It's but, not better or worse or whatever. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. And yeah. like that's that's what I've like come yeah. to really. It's just like it's you know, no better, no worse. Just it's make just sure fun. it's real. Like that's yeah. all. I, if it doesn't matter what it sounds like, just as long as it's real, cool. Yeah. But uh, at the same time too, I think there's kind of a shift, a paradigm shift in the music industry right now. Where after the pandemic and all that crazy stuff, yeah. I think there's a real value p- placed on just realness authenticity yeah. i think you, we can just see through shit yeah i mean be like you've yeah. never done that don't sing about that mm-hmm. you yeah know? yeah it's like, like you guys talk about in uh in puppet strings like it's literally yeah that mm-hmm. it's yeah. literally that mm-hmm. and for i mean this is kind of the it's, you figure now we're in we're in july of 2021 like we all kind of remember where we were at this point last year and now yeah, to man. see where we're at, it's cool hearing the songs that came out from quarantine because people were really going through some shit. And if mm-hmm. you're a real, if you're a real writer, like if you're a songwriter, songwriter, and you're going to write about your feelings or somebody else's feelings or tell a story, that's got to be so much inspiration had to come from that too. Oh yeah. Those man. rough times. We wrote a lot. Crazy. We wrote a lot together. Yeah. That time. But I, th- I think it's neat. Like, like you said, and like you never think of it like that you just think of it as like well this is what i know how to do and this is what i'm what the only thing i'm good at i guess if i am yeah. even but yeah if i try to do something commercial i would just fail pretty bad you just not <laughs> you would yeah it should so, be like not living in your own skin yeah yeah so. it's just just being like you said the advice just being you yeah is being you. All commercial really means is it sells. So what does that even mean? You know? Yeah, yeah. What Serge yeah. Simpson sells. Yeah, yeah. Serge Simpson's commercial. Yeah. Bridgestone. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Bridgestone show. Guess you're him. right. But it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Having a group of people around you that keeps you on that road. Yeah. Yeah, for group, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now some uh, some other questions. We always like to talk about like Nashville Nashville things around here. Favorite mm-hmm. favorite place to go to when you're fucked up to eat food. Oh, fuck. Favorite um, place to go. If there's only one, you, you only get to go to one place. Oh, Jesus. When, does it have to be, like, open? Like, could it be, like... Well, okay, so... I mean, you could be fucked up anytime you want. Uh, yeah, like. that's what yeah. I was... I didn't know, like, there's... I don't know, I love Dino's. I haven't been to Dino's in a while. Yeah, I like, like Dino's. Dino's and East Nationals. Yeah, but... Uh, I don't go to East that much. We damn. Neighbors... Yeah, neighbors is neighbors where I, I go Park. to. But I don't like. The, I mean, I like the food. It's okay, but I'm trying to, to think where I would go to eat? to eat. Yeah, oh, you, you got them Delta Eight munchies. You're you're oh, right. You're right. Man. A pound. Lost some food. Palmas. Yeah, Lost Palmas. <laughs> or which one? Because there's like twelve Hay Street, of them. Hey Street. Yeah, and also, I mean, I like some. I like some hot chicken. Oh, you are a hot chicken guy? Yeah, and I love Wendell Smith. Wendell mm. Smith is my Worst. favorite spot. I don't think I've been to Wendell Smith. It's like it's like a meat in three place. Oh. Charlotte Pike. Like the best fried chicken in Nashville. Wow. Yeah. It's good. Oh, yeah. Is it better than uh, Lafayette uh, fried chicken? Yeah. Or is there better fried yeah. chicken down there? Yeah? Oh, yeah. Arnold's. Yeah. I, 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 Arnold's uh, is good. I love Arnold's. But we too. also eat at Nuke. We just ate at Nuke's. We, we eat at all those basic Yeah, we eat everywhere. We, we, we eat. Yeah. Y'all we don't eat. discriminate. We out here eat. Yeah. <laughs> Almost every time we eat, we're high, so. <laughs> nice. Yes. That oh. is not true for me, Mom. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's also, too, quick side. That speak, was a joke. Speaking of Mom and Dad and, like, family, it's really cool to hear, like, your story. Like, your grandpa was involved and your story. Your grandparents yeah. were involved, like, with getting you guys into music. Like, that's super cool. It's like, did anybody in the family play or was it just, like... Yeah, my granddad, he he play. Yeah, he still plays. But he's he, he's uh, Don Richie's. Yeah, he is. The, oh no, he shit. is Don the he Don. He is the Don Richie. He's famous uh, for. He just spends like. 
biggest he's fan. He's like my, my, my hop guy. He, can, he on, came up on and Instagram. sang at like every, All of my friends know Don. Like, and they like ask about him all the time. He's 84 like, and he comes and drinks at the end of the table. Yeah, literally every time we hang That's out. That's awesome. Yeah, so like everybody's like in on Don. But yeah, he, he showed me lights. He showed me pretty much all, all the chords and stuff. So it's super cool. That's super cool. That's like a family, a little bit of a little bit of a family tradition. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So what? So what do we got? So we got the we got the new song coming out. Yeah, um, hippie speedball. Hippie speedball will be coming out August eleventh. When did you guys write that one? We wrote that during COVID. COVID. Yeah, during yeah probably Time last year. And what, what was the inspiration behind it? Because it doesn't have like the dark kind of. No, feel no. To we it. were just we were on the porch one morning, you know, drinking coffee and, and, and you know, yeah, partaking. <laughs> And uh, it just, it just, we just kind of shit it out, you know, in, in, in about 30 minutes, honestly. And it's one of my favorites to play. But um, yeah, coming out August 11th. And we recorded it probably damn near a year ago. So I'm, I'm excited to get it out finally. Mm-hmm. And then the same same day, August 11th, uh, we're having Peach Jam too. Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm, it's kind of it's kind of gonna be like I'm, a, a I'm ready. Party. I'm ready for Peach Jam too. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm ready for Peach Jam right. too. I'm ready yeah. to fast we're returning. Jam. I'm ready. I'm ready to return for that one. I'll yes, see sir. if Nikki T still wants to go with me after yeah. last time. But um, <laughs> <He> better. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, those oh, those man. those are super cool. Um, what's the plan as far as new music for for both you guys? Like, what what do we got? So we got um, Hippie Speedball coming out. What? Yeah, and then we're looking at EP. We're looking at album. We're looking at well, more have, singles. Like I have a, um, we're going to release a couple more singles, and then, but I have a, we're, all the singles are coming off this record. That it's going to be thirteen songs, and we're going to release it sometime, probably in the winter or um, ne- early next year. Hell yeah! So, um, but singles will be coming out up till then. So we'll like this is starting to put out, you know, the, the record finally, and then. Meg just started, you know, she's about yeah. to start her. Yeah, what's going uh, on with record. your what's going on with your solo things? I want to yeah. fuck I'm excited for that. Yeah, so I um I cut two songs, tracked two songs. Um on the day Ben finished his record, we kind of shared a studio day, save a little money. So I I came in kind of trial run. Um Jake Gears who is our publisher is producing both of our stuff. Oh, that's yeah. cool. that's that's nice and convenient yeah, too. Right? Yeah, right? He could turn into songs and We can't say enough good things about like, Jake. Yeah, we love Jake. And um he's been like awesome and kind of helping me figure out, you know, like what do I want to say as Meg McCree and like what is this record going to look like and I think it's going to be really cool. I, the two songs I cut are pretty funky and and uh I love how it turned out. It's kind of got this old school, new school feel to it. But it just feels really me. When I heard the two songs so far, I was like, I would listen to that. And I was like, that's all I need to know. Would I listen to it? Yep, cool. Then I'll keep making it. So um, probably going to cut 10 song record. Hell yeah. I love that you guys are doing records too. Yeah. 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 I mean, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I'm planning on a record. So we'll um, we'll see how how it goes. I think I'm gonna finish up in the fall, and then Ben will have some stuff out, and I'll be a writer on it. I think we have a song together. We got a duet on Ben's record. I was gonna say you better have at least one duet yeah. on the record. <laughs> we each, I have a duet of ours, and he has a duet. Hell yeah! So yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. That's we're, awesome. We're really excited for what's coming up. Um, yeah, you all been busting yeah. your ass working hard for it. Like oh, it's so well deserved, and as somebody who's gotten to know you guys more so over the last year, um, it's it's incredible to to watch it and seeing seeing you guys go go out. But the reason I say it's so cool you're doing records. I mean, obviously it's cool to put out a record. Like that's a huge goal always. Mm-hmm. But for you guys, like you're the type of people, like if you're gonna listen to a record, you're gonna you're gonna pop open the player, put the, put the vinyl in, you're gonna, you're gonna listen to it from front to back. Mm-hmm. So when you guys yeah. are laying out your records and putting out a record, it's gonna be like a story from front to back. Like, yeah, like the way man. you guys do it, it's not just, oh, this is gonna be the, this is gonna be the radio song. That's part of what's cool about being the, yeah. the independent, like yeah. doing it y'all's way. Yeah, you have to think about, you know, the process of, of you know, the song order and, you know, it you can't get story. too wrapped up in like, like the, like I hear a lot of times in Nashville, like 
Is it cohesive? Is it cohesive? What does that mean? You know, it's like, you know, you have a love like, song and heartbreak like, song on it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you can have like, two different. What is that? You know, listen to a, an album from the seventies and, and those are all over the freaking place. Yeah. But they're, but they're but, all songs that tell but, about the chapter of when the record's coming right. out. For sure. For sure. And if you're speaking and, the same language. And, and I think it's just like the language of the record and the sounds of the record. And, um, you know, if you use the same players, it's going to sound cohesive enough, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but um, but yeah. What yeah, was the, the original question? You're, I keep going back I'm to so that question. I'm so excited for Hippie Speedball <laughs> to come out because it's been a long time coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Super, I'm super stoked about it too. Um, and uh, super stoked to have you guys. We're going to be doing the uh, the uh, Fam Jam yep. takeover in August. Oh, yes, remember? Yes. The end of yes. August. I was the orchestrator. Yes. I was like t- trying to like, it's like trying to herd cats. Like, I feel you. It that is. group of friends, like we, it's trying to herd cats, but we yeah, got it. Can't wait to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked about that because it's yeah, you, it's you guys. Fun, I mean, man. obviously, big fan of you, big fan of you, big fan of like of this. Uh, but to have the whole crew there, it's yeah, gonna be, man. it's gonna be really mm-hmm. special to have that. It's an, it's an honor to get to put that together and stuff like that. So when that st- crew gets together, it, whew, it gets wild. Who's the who's who's the wildest part? Who's the wildest in the group? Who's the one where you're like somebody's got to keep an eye on so and so tonight? Ah, uh, probably Ryan Nelson. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's, that's who he is in my crew too. Ryan's that uh, in every crew. Yeah, yeah, but you don't even worry about him. I don't even worry about him because no, I don't. Yeah, no, he's he, like, he's, he's so he's got he's got his shit together, and you know he just. Nothing it, can. I don't. I never. I can never be surprised by him. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. There's you know. nothing he can do that would surprise me. When yeah. was the first time you met him? Oh, oh, we met at Losers one night before I had moved to town. We, when Channing, we, Channing had just played a revival, and we went over to Losers, and we I met Ryan, and he gave me, you know, the, the Ryan Nelson spill, you know, the yeah. the whole thing. So I, and then ever since then we've. We've kept in touch. So he is we, funny. Then when I moved to town, we became good buddies. So I had sing. But, I have sang on his project. Yeah, next thing harmonies all over that thing. But um, first time I met Ryan was at a BMI event. Wow, <laughs> you met business Ryan Nelson. <laughs> what was he? Yeah, which is the same as it's the same. Yeah. There's no difference. Yeah, I mean he is the he Florida like, man. I mean it was an open bar event. I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh boy. So it was called BMI Next Wave. It was all these songwriters and. I I remember I met Ryan there and I was just like this guy is crazy mm-hmm. and I think we probably met for a second first time. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That sounds like yeah. a song too. Second first time. There you go. Write it. <laughs> I'm gonna down. write it down. Write, write it in the notes. There you go. Write it. Write it in the notes. Now the podcast knows. No, but you guys will write it before this comes out. You got plenty of time, so <laughs> get get it get it uploaded and, and all that stuff. What's a what's a goal for uh, by the end of the year? Man, just to have just to have almost near half of this record out, and just to just to finish these shows out that we booked strong and yeah. And, plug um, plug the dates. Do we know the dates off the top of our head, or do we know? Um, or we can just um, tell them where to go to find them. Yeah, I mean, my website will have up have them up there. My all my socials, Instagram, Instagram yeah, just all been chatting with music and MySpace. Yeah, yeah MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know it, man. But um, the Drake tour will be Drake White tour will be in November, and that'll be the whole month of November. And then um, we're gonna be at this Shawnee um, Cave Amphitheater uh, September fourth for got, the Cowboy Campout. Have you guys been there for that? Have you guys been to that place yet? No, no. it looks freaking you guys, awesome. Because you guys did the. Did you guys do the uh, prison? Yeah, yeah, Brushy Mountain. Brushy Mountain. Yeah, what's that? Pl- First of all, what's Brush? What's what's Brushy, Brushy Mountain? Brushy like? Mountain used to be like an old state, state. penitentiary for, for the state of we Tennessee. We played with Jamie Johnson. At yeah, we Brushy played. Mountain. Yeah, Jamie Johnson. Vibe, vibey place. Oh, dude. Yeah, oh, it's man. like nestled in the mountains. It's like it's like uh, hillbilly Red Rocks. Yeah, it is. It's hillbilly Red Rocks. That's a great way to say it. Which man. that's kind of the place that the Shawnee place looks yeah, the same. The Shawnee, way. yeah. I was yeah. gonna say if there's a spot for you guys to play. Have you that, been there? I have not been there. I've seen pictures of it. It yeah. looks like the place for you guys to play. Yeah, like just the vibier kind of place where it's like the acoustics are gonna be good. It's gonna be that raw. You're gonna you're gonna just hear live music. That's mm-hmm. that to me is the best place to see to see Ben Chapman to see Meg McCree like that. Yeah, that's looking, where you want to be. We're that, looking forward. to Who's it that show sure. with, or is that headlining? No, it's actually a, like a fet, like 
it's called Cowboy uh, Campout, and it's just like a, a festival, but like, I think Ward Davis is going to be there, Sonny Sweeney. Oh, cool. Um, Stoney LaRue. Ben Haggard. Steel Drivers. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll be a fun one. That's, yeah, it'll be, yeah. When is that? Um, <laughs> September 4th. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Remember, September 4th. Yeah. yeah. That was good, so. Ben. Yeah. Oh, you were good quick, memory. You were quick on your feet right there, bud. Hey, bam. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Now, where can people go to find you guys? Um, on Instagram, mine's been chatting music. Meg, what's yours? Meg McCree. At Meg McCree, yep. Yep, and then one C one R two. Facebook is Ben Chapman, and um, Twitter is is Ben Chapman Music, I believe, and all over YouTube and all that stuff and all music over YouTube. All <laughs> over three videos. YouTube, <laughs> yeah, like we four do videos. not. We'll, you'll have more though. You just did some. Yeah. More. Yeah. 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 Damn it, Meg! I was just trying to direct people. All over, he's all over it. All over you. Hell yeah! Well, you guys cool playing a song, playing two, playing whatever you guys want to do. Yeah, yeah. Go cool playing one. You want to play the new one, Hippie Speedball? Yeah, sure. I but, do it. About about a new one, and then and then an old one, or whatever else you guys want to do. So while they're grabbing the guitars, once again, guys, Ben Chapman, Meg McCree, freaking badass, uh, super stoked to have these two on today. Make sure you check out their stuff, Hippie Speedball. It's out. Dates coming up. Meg's got music coming. Ben's got more music coming. Uh, Y'all make sure to go and check them out. Thanks, as always, for listening to the In The Round podcast. Make sure you guys leave a review. Five stars only, baby. And uh, make sure you guys know to come on out to the Writer's Round um, on... uh, uh, at, over at Live Oak every other Tuesday night in the round Songwriters Night. Shout out to the sponsors, Whale Tail Media, Saxman Studios, and of course, our good friends who uh, definitely uh, helped out with the vibe of today's podcast, Trailside CBD Emporium. Promo code ITR, 20% off. Nice, tasty, legal green products. Now, without further ado, going to let Ben and Meg take it away. Once again, Ben Chapman, May McCreary, check them out, and uh, we're going to let them sing some songs. Y'all been listening to the In the Round podcast. Go back to crack a little, sitting in the morning light. I do my cup before, just spark it up, and I take the flight. The burning holes in my folding chair, my screws are coming loose. That's just a side of bed from the everyday Nobody needs to work with what I'm doing alright Now I ain't on the pills and I hardly drink wine Well it ain't no blood, it'll sew your roll It suits me just fine Now I get my fix of what they call The hip-ass people Classic combination, some say it kills my motivation. They tried it just one time, they see what I was saying. But they're in the city, they put all their money up their nose. But down here in the country, we got time to watch our grass grow. Nobody needs to put bread, but I'm doing alright. I ain't no Let it ain't a
like classical guitars right now. Is it just me or is the room split? Well, I'll be alright. Just give me a minute. My money's gone and my mind's gone with it. It's a shame. Ooh. 